Hello and welcome to this morning's Coffee, a Sunrise podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert, attempting to bring you a unique blend of encouragement to fill your cup. It's nice to be back with you for our eighth episode. I hope you find something of value to take with you into your week. If you are a first-time listener, I would just like to say thank you for taking a chance on this podcast. Of course, if you are a returning listener, I just want to say double thanks. Um, That means the world to me. Anybody listening to this podcast, you are the glue that holds it together, quite literally. Today, we are talking about... Actually, today we're following up on a story that I began last week, um, where we talked about Tim Tebow and speaking things into existence. But first, a few things before we before we finish um, that thought from last week. I would like to give a shout out to Hippie the Sad Hippo. <laughs> Hippie the Sad Hippo. I know that that has that has a little that's got a comical ring when I say it. But um, Hippie the Sad Hippo is an Instagram page that I found, which is devoted to um, uniquely expressing feelings. Um, some people have trouble sharing how they feel or putting certain feelings like anxiety and depression into words. And so Hippie the Sad Hippo is a, uh, is a character that um, shares how certain things like that can be put into words. And I think it's pretty cool, so you should check it out. Hippie the Sad Hippo. Also, so I told this gentleman that I would give him a shout-out, Mr. Michael Marshall, and that is because I discovered his page on Instagram for his podcast that has not launched yet, um, and I think it's a phenomenal idea. Um, it's called Name Taken Podcast. And in, in this idea, in this podcast, he said he's going to track down people that have his name. Apparently, Michael Marshall is a very common name. He just tracks, he's just, and he's been doing this. He's already got it prepared. He's tracked down people that has his name and just interviews them about what they do. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I think that's... <laughs> You absolutely, you absolutely should do that. You should track down. If there's a, if there's another Seeger Rawls on this planet, somebody needs to know about it. Um, if your name is Seeger Rawls and you're listening to this, and you're not in this room with me, please email Seeger Rawls at gmail.com. Oh, oh, anyway, so uh. At Name Taken Podcast, go go follow him because I think that's going to be funny. He he described we were messaging back and forth. He described what he's um, done as a riot so far, so I expect it to be pretty funny. Um, this is normally also where I would mention what's in the cup. Um, I don't think what's in the cup is necessary for this episode because while a week has transpired for you, the listener, it's only been eight minutes. <laughs> for for us here in the studio. Um, so I'm drinking the same exact coffee that I was only moments ago, even though for you, seven days have gone by. So uh, I guess, well, again, thank you to Caliber Coffee for appearing in now three episodes. Um, I will, however, give a shout out to Tennessee Coffee Company. I've been there a couple times over the last few weeks. They're always wonderful um, in Columbia, Tennessee. And, of course, the Fainting Goat in Spring Hill. That's my home spot. They are wonderful. I do, however, have a new coffee spot that I want to try. I think I'm going to run by there today when I leave here. It's here in Hermitage. It's called Elevate Coffee. They just look they look like a fun spot. Um, I think it's a, one of those little mobile places that it's not like a sit-down place. But I was looking over their menu 
Um, they have um, they have a Mount Rainier latte. It's called the Rainier latte. Mount Rainier is in Washington. It's <laughs> I know this geography lesson is great. Um, Mount Rainier is in Washington. I've actually been to Mount Rainier before, so that caught my eye. They also have another beverage called the Honeymoon Mocha, and I I dream to visit one of those one day too. Oh, before we move on, a couple segments. We're going to do random facts about coffee. We haven't done that in a while. Um, or I guess I should say random facts involving coffee. The last time that we did random facts about coffee was when King Charles II came up. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I ended up having to mm-hmm. issue him an apology. Um, which we we still haven't heard back from King Charles II. Or his people, which I at this point I think is kind of rude. I I'll check my spam folder. Please do because I, you know, I didn't have to apologize, and it would be nice for that <laughs> for that apology to be um, acknowledged. Um, all right, so here's a random fact involving coffee, and I have told this to you before, secret. So um, please don't fake laugh at me again, okay. like you did a few minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is about um, what ended up becoming the very first webcam. All right, so I'm going to read this straight off of Wikipedia. It's about the Trojan Room coffee pot. The Trojan Room coffee pot was a coffee machine located next to the so-called Trojan Room in the old computer laboratory of the University of Cambridge, England, Excuse me, which in 1991 provided the inspiration for the world's first webcam. It's the world's first webcam coffee, which is great because, unfortunately, webcams would go on to feature not-so-wholesome things. (laughs) (laughs) To save people... Okay, so here it is about the Trojan Room coffee pot. To save people working in the building the disappointment of finding the coffee machine empty after making the trip to the room, a camera was set up providing a live picture feed of the coffee pot to all desktop computers on the office network. After the camera was connected to the internet a few years later, the coffee pot gained international notoriety. Until in 2001, I think, the coffee pot from that story sold on eBay for almost $5,000. So now it, I don't, it probably sits somewhere in somebody's house um, and someone is less $5,000 for that. All right, and uh, oh man, here we go. This is a brand new segment that I would like to introduce to the world, and um, it is a humdinger. (laughs) I I wrote humdinger down just so I wouldn't forget to say it. (laughs) It is a doozy, um, or it's honestly probably a cry for help. All right, this this brand new segment is called Fugly Mugs. <laughs> I happened upon, and I know if you're if you're listening, clearly you can't see this. Um, I will post a picture of it to Instagram. Um, I don't know how much further this bit is going to go, but I came across this coffee mug, and it's just horrend- It's horrifying. It's it's terrible. It took me a minute to figure out what it was, 
and it's a purse. It's the art on the coffee makes it into a purse and <laughs> a leopard print purse. And part of the coffee mug itself is flattened out so that when you sit, you can sit it down on its side and it looks like a purse with a handle, which <laughs> says, no, if it's, if you use it as it's meant, you can't drink out of it because it's sitting on its side. And I can't get over that. I have a very literal, my, my, my brain goes literal with everything. And I don't understand why you would create a coffee mug that essentially can never be used if it's sitting the way that it was created. Anyway, um, if you would like to uh, adopt this mug, <laughs> please reach out because um, I don't want to keep it at all. <laughs> just just, raffle <laughs> just I'll raffle it off. I thought I walked by it and I saw I thought this looks so terrible that I have to purchase it. Um, that's really that's where this came from. That's all it is. All right. Good grief. We're going to move on now before somebody busts through the door and stops us. Um so to recap episode seven, we just shared a story about Tim Tebow. Um, and I'll make a note here. I meant to say this in episode seven. Uh, Tebow and I are the same age. He was born three days after me, which means that the only thing that I've ever beaten him at was arriving to, the, <laughs> arriving to this world. Um, I realized, though, this is, this is funny. I usually wouldn't describe something as funny before I say it, but I know it's hilarious. I re- I realized I realized that Tebow and I are the same age my freshman year in college because he was a freshman at the same time. Because as a freshman, he won his first national title ring as a freshman. And as a freshman, I gained 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what did you win? Absolutely nothing. I won nothing my freshman year of college except <laughs> a weight loss journey. <laughs> it's tough though in college. You know when it, when you go to college and you sign up for a meal plan, they give you this magical card that you just it brings all the food in the world. You just I have no idea what that's like. You just, I'm, we'll we'll cut that card. I've been on a cruise, but Cheap shot. I still haven't been on a cruise. Oh, man. Why would I have been? It's, you know, it's only been since December since I've... All right. Um, so to recap, episode seven, we talked about um, how the Florida Gators in 2008 were favored to win the national title. And four games in, they lost to an unranked opponent, which I don't know if I mentioned this, uh, but this is worth noting for the listener that is not big on sports. And again, this is not a sports podcast. However, there's a lot of inspiration in sports and Tebow is one of my favorite people. But um, when you are a contender for the national title in in college football and you're favored to win, uh, one loss is very devastating to that because there are several contenders every year. And so one loss on your um, column can actually knock you completely out of the running to be in that final game. And that was years ago when there was not a playoff system. So it really came down to there were only two teams considered at the end of the day. There wasn't an opportunity to play your way into the national title. So one loss uh, was very devastating. So four games in to their run at an undefeated season at a national title, they lose to an unranked opponent. And um, Tebow comes before the media after the game 
and he basically apologizes to the fans, uh, the the University of Florida fans, for losing, and then tells the media and the world that they were going to win the national title. He basically said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to win. And then they went out and they slaughtered the rest of their opponents for the rest of the season. Um, Nobody came close to beating them. And then they won the national title. So to give a brief look into why I was inspired to share that I believe you can speak things into existence, I will share, again, just a little bit about my journey through a previous season in my life. I was on a very definitive path towards the end of my life, Um, and that's true. I was at a personal rock bottom not too long ago, and I shared a little bit about that in episode two. Um, And just to simply tell you this, there came a moment where I realized that, that that came full force, gut check moment, where I understood that I was on a path towards the end of my life. And I very simply, though it took some time to get there, I told myself this would not be how my story ended. This wasn't going to be how it ended. And in that moment, things transitioned from a desire to have a better life to a better life as a destination. Which is why I said in the previous episode, when you begin to view things as a destination instead of a desire, the rest is just execution. So I just wanted to share that with you. Um, And the application is visualize in your mind where it is you want to be and the rest just becomes technical work. And it might be taxing, but all you have to do is sit down and draw up the blueprint for a destination. You have to look at it that way. It's a journey. Where do you want to be? Okay, and then just go and do it. Um, Once thing, like I said, once things become a destination instead of just a desire, the journey begins to show itself. It will reveal itself to you. I promise you that. Um, Because most often the catalyst in achieving a desired result is not a stroke of good fortune. It's determination. And um, as I did mention on the little winter weather advisory two weeks ago, um, a great starting point is you have to believe that you are worth all of the things you've sworn you would never have. And once you start to believe in yourself, you'd be surprised what comes after. And I say these things um, just so that the listener who might think they're alone in their struggles can hear that they're not. You're never alone in your struggles. I can promise you that. And understanding that I was not alone in my struggles was a, a beginning point for me, and one of the biggest reasons that I made it out of those struggles. So that's it for uh, for this week, and to, to kind of wrap up a two-part episode, um, I thank you for listening. I do want to um, offer a couple things. Um, I had mentioned that it'd be cool if, if uh, anybody wanted to share some goals that they're working on, so um, I'll share one of mine. Um, I have a list of things that a running list of things that I would like to accomplish, my goals. Um, I transitioned from kind of having the staple New Year's resolution list to just a constant list of things that I would like to accomplish. And uh, I just continue to check those off as I can. Um, This year, I want to run a half marathon. Um, I wanted to run a half marathon last year. And I've done one before. I ran one in 2010. And it's uh, I, that the desire to run a half marathon for me did not come because I like running, Seeger. It came because it was something I could never do. You know, when I was when I was gaining a freshman forty, 
<laughs> as a 19-year-old, um, running 13.1 miles was something that I thought I'd never be able to do. And so I had, you know, I had a desire to do it. And so I actually, I, I did it. Now, I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that I was able to run a half marathon in 2010. Um, I have not done another one since. And I would like to run a half marathon this year. I wanted to do one last year, started training for it. Um, unfortunately, the pandemic um, shadowed that slightly, but I've decided that I'm not going to give up that goal just because I didn't meet it in 2020. Um, we've discovered that, uh, you know, life keeps rolling at the turn of a calendar. So I'm going to try to run a half marathon this year. I want to do it. Um, I'm going to do it in uh in the early summer. So I'll keep you guys informed on that journey. Um so that's a that's one of my goals I'll share with you. So if you have a goal or something you're working on, feel free to send it in. You know, you gotta throw you gotta throw a couple of your own dollars in the tip jar sometimes to get people to toss in theirs. Did that come off the right way? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to say thanks again to Phoenix Studios and Seeger Rawls, my producer. Um, you can find this morning's coffee podcast streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We'd love it if you subscribed. That way you would be the first to know about new episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at This Morning's Coffee Podcast. And on Twitter, we are underscore TMC tweets. I just want to remind you, whatever it is you're working on right now, whatever it is you're working on right now, don't give up. Believe in yourself and stay on the grind.